Hi and welcome to the Corporate Life Podcast. My name is Hina Siddiqui and I loved and hated my corporate jobs for years. This podcast is going to empower you to go high on your career without losing yourself. I invite you to join me each week as you will hear real cool stories of the real cool corporate people doing real things in the corporate world and their experiences and advice can change your story too. Hey, this is Hina Siddiqui and you are listening to the Corporate Life Podcast. First of all, I want to say something to you heart to heart. Last Wednesday, I missed the episode. I'm sure you noticed that. I was in Goa for 10 days and it was an amazing holiday. And you know what? I have not had so much fun in years, honestly. And I thought it's okay to chill sometimes, isn't it? I just love my work. So the biggest challenge for me often is to detach from it. And I'm super delighted that I forgot everything else when I was spending that amazing time with me. So when was the last time you took such an amazing holiday? And if you don't even remember, it's time to go for one. And very soon, I'm going to give you a super cool workation plan on this podcast with a very special guest. So subscribe to this podcast if you haven't yet already, because I don't want you to miss that extremely interesting episode. Okay, now let's talk about today's guest. As you know, this episode is only and exclusively for corporate guys and girls. And my vision and mission for this podcast is to feature some of you wonderful people. Because who knows better about the corporate life than the corporate folks themselves. So today I have with me a very lovely girl who's a young project manager and working with Project Management Institute in Toronto, Canada as a knowledge specialist volunteer. With seven years of experience in the IT industry, Sakshi helps organizations manage million dollar projects. She's someone who has achieved astonishing success in her corporate career really quickly. Sakshi has two major certifications, PMP and PMI ACP. And I'm super curious to hear Sakshi's corporate story and how she has managed to reach this high position in such a short time. Let's begin chatting with her. Hey, Sakshi, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on the show. Great to have you. Now, I'm actually really curious to know about you. You have climbed the corporate ladder really fast. Tell us how the journey was. Oh, but the journey has not been very long. Uh, I have climbed the ladder from being operation analyst to moving to business analyst and then to a project manager in mm. a very short spam of seven years. Yeah. So uh, let me go back and, uh, uh, you know, uh, discuss about my career. Um, I am a STEM graduate. That means I, I did my graduation in computer science from a very small town in India. Uh-huh. And I got an opportunity from there to move. I got a placement where I was uh, uh, hired by one of the MNCs and moved to Bangalore. Mm-hmm. And uh, there I got an opportunity to work as operation analyst for around four years uh, with a very big MNC company. Mm-hmm. And that was my, you know, my entry level into the corporate industry. And coming from a background where my in my family, everyone is from business background. Mm-hmm. So no one has ever worked uh, in, a, in a job profile. Uh-huh. So uh, being being from a traditional family, breaking the rules from uh, from from a business family to a corporate life has been a little bit challenge to, you know, come up with your parents yeah. and tell them. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, going from uh, from ground to sky and, yeah. um, 
And from there, um, I pivoted into a business analyst because when I was doing operation analyst roles, I was always, uh, I had this thing in my mind that what is the next profile I'm looking out for? Because if you're not seeking for profiles, you're not growing eventually. Yes. You get comfortable into a certain position and you yeah. keep going. Yeah. So uh, then I moved on to another company as a business analyst. I have worked with very big companies, naming Microsoft as one of them and mm-hmm. a lot more. So mm-hmm. after being a business analyst, uh, my next shot was, let me explore what's next for me. And then mm-hmm. I got an opportunity with one of the companies mm-hmm. to work as a project manager. Uh, they gave me a short project initially to see my performance. Mm-hmm. And apparently all those who were in part of that project, I was one of the p- top performing uh, teammates and uh, that's how I got promoted into project management so uh, you know it's it's been a dream uh, when you start very low in your career then you see these managers around you and you just get fascinated with how they work how they handle these multiple projects talking to so many stakeholder clients and I was just amazed that how would they do it and being in that role is just just a dream, dream come true for me. Yeah, but it must be very, very stressful because I understand that when you are, you know, uh, we have so much to do and lots of high pressure uh, projects going on around you, then how possible is it to stay motivated and, uh, you know, um, give your best shot while staying in the the, uh, corporate place, which is full of challenges, I'm sure. Well, um, I think that the first motivation that has to come within you is your passion for that position. Yeah. If you're not passionate about being a project manager or business yeah. analyst, yeah. Uh, and if you're thrown at a position, then it's it's difficult to go up. It takes you a while to take a step back and realize, yeah, I have been into a big responsibility they have given me and I need to execute it successfully. Mm-hmm. But for me, I always seeked for it. I told my managers, hey, I want to be a business analyst. Let me know what I can do better to be in that position or get promoted. So I was always driven by a passion. So the motivation was never a factor for me. Uh, Mm -hmm. For me, the most challenging thing that I faced during my jobs were, you know, interacting with people. I was was an introvert initially when I started my career. And I had to, you know, learn on the go that it's important to speak out, to talk to people, to talk to mm-hmm. clients, to stakeholders, to vendors. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you have to come out with an idea yeah. and not hold back your ideas in, in this big space. Yeah, right. So I, I'm sure that you, you must be loving your job because otherwise it's not possible uh, for anybody to reach that height in the career, isn't it? Yes, yes. It's it's important to love your job and be surrounded with people, those who are passionate about their work as well. Um, if you have a team uh, and uh, you have given them deadlines, tasks, and, and they're not performing, you need to figure out. And it goes the same for you. And if you're not passionate about your company, about the mission that they're driving. So most of the folks that I have met, um, normally they miss the, the point that they have to also see what their company's vision and objectives are. When yeah. you take up a role, it's important that you to evaluate their vision vision and objectives mm-hmm. so that you can align your vision and objectives with them if these two don't match at all you might fall into places where Absolutely. you are put to a position and you don't like it Absolutely I totally agree with that it's like the personalities need to match the mission and visions need, need to match of you know the people the people who are working in the company and that those of employers so this is very important otherwise yes. things go really messed up Correct When it comes to looking for a job, most people get it wrong. They would keep on using their one and only resume to apply for any and every open job position in their industry without getting clear on what's right for them. 
they would avoid correct and targeted networking and stay dependent on job sites. And the truth is that over 70% of jobs are never posted on job boards or job websites. Plus the wrong and scarcity mindset and lack of self-belief, and this is huge. But unfortunately, most job seekers don't deal with this. And no wonder that they keep on struggling with their job hunt and most of them will make a compromise by accepting just any random job because they want money to pay the bills, which is a valid reason. If that's you, come join me on my job search coaching program where I guide you through with the right strategy, your mindset upgrade, which is about 80% in all my programs and taking inspired and focused consistent action. You may book a free strategy call with me. Find the link on the episode page. Did you have to handle any, any difficult bosses in your in your different jobs? I think uh, the managers that I had in my career, around four or five of them, were very helpful. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say a difficult boss, but the situations or or the uh, team environment was not healthy. Mm-hmm. So um, I had this uh, boss uh, uh, in very starting of my career. When you're new to industry, you don't realize that uh, how you have to be a good team player yeah. or what should or what should not be spoken to your manager. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had this certain boss who was very, very personal with the employees. They wanted to know what they do outside of the work. Mm-hmm. And even the gossips inside the team. Mm-hmm. So being, you know, being a micromanager as well. So yeah. I think that was something that set me back. And I thought, no, this is not a right working environment that I would prefer working in. And yeah. uh, I knew that it's time to move to a different team or a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, at that point of time, I did not have a position that was opening in my company. And I decided to move on to another environment. But I also thought it's a uh, you know, I got a sense of relief and satisfaction that I'm out of that environment. So I wouldn't say a difficult boss, but the environment created by that particular manager was not healthy for the team or the individuals working over there. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Right. Sakshi, what's your why behind doing the job that you are doing? Um, well, I think the why behind my job is is my personality itself. Um mm-hmm. I like to plan and organize my stuff and, you know, keep everything in place. Take, take my life as a project. So that's how my job is into, mm-hmm. comes into the place, which is project manager. Yeah. I like to <laughs> make my life as a project. If I take a task, I plan it out. I make sure what is the execution going to be and how I'm going to close it and, you know, define the success out of that particular project. Yeah. If I, let's say, I, I'll give you a very recent example. Um, I have been started, you know, reading very recently. So mm-hmm. I planned how can I start, uh, you know, what are the books that I'm going to read? What is the entire theme going to be? And how I would uh, know that this year reading has been successful for me. So mm-hmm. considering what comes from my personality is why I do this job. I'm passionate about talking to people, sharing my ideas mm-hmm. and managing people and having to know the bigger picture of, of the game. So if you are into a project manager, you get to talk to software developers, testers, you get to know the stakeholders, the vendors, and and, a, and your program manager. So you get to see the bigger picture that company is driving. And being a person who likes to know what is the why or why we are doing it, how the company is going to benefit, these things scared, you know, comes within me to know all these details. And that's why I thought that being a project manager is a position that why I would stand here and look on the shoulders of other uh, big stakeholders and see wh- how this company is growing or the product is going into the, uh, the market so your introvert behavior uh, 
was it a challenge for you like did you have any kind of difficulty in overcoming that because management is something where you need to you know um, to handle the team and uh, talk to the people at all levels so how how was it for you i think when i started my career um, first thing what happened is i didn't uh, find myself in a place where i would call myself an expert so yeah. when there are four people talking uh, when you are standing there you have a difficulty speaking because you might be in a doubt hey i am talking yeah. right or am i talking yeah. wrong yeah. so what would they think about me how uh, it will will the environment change after i talk or if i if i open up to my ideas so having the realization down my career Uh, uh with different positions and with different companies i realized that hey i need to communicate if i don't speak up mm-hmm. i am just agreeing to whatever they are saying which Absolutely. is incorrect yeah right so it's it's very important uh to make that transition um uh, while you are moving from different position to position because every company when you go to a different company you are in a yeah. different environment yeah. and you have the chance to set a new stage over there and that's how i did it when i was in my first early stages of career uh, the people who knew me they still call me introvert because they have not seen the other side of uh, me mm-hmm. being talking too much or taking those responsibilities when I, i was on a new stage i set the stage right how i would keep that expectation of yeah, yeah i'm going to talk and i have a point on everything that you say so yeah. that's how i think i have overcome the uh, you know the problem of being an introvert right and that's a, like you need to be strategic in your approach right and that that got in sense right that's that's perfect so actually if you could turn back the time and talk to yourself when you were just starting out your career what three pieces of advice would you like to give yourself let's let's go back 6 7 years back when i started mm-hmm. my career yeah. um i think as as a very young professional uh what i missed out in my initial career is having a mentor someone yeah. who can guide me through difficult stages of of uh, being in a corporate life yeah. through you know even on my personal and um i i found some mentors down the line but initially during starting of my career I did not had a mentor so i had to figure out every mistake myself i have to correct myself on each step and sometimes you don't even realize that you're making a mistake yeah. so i think having a mentor helps you a lot so mm-hmm. the first thing that i would suggest anyone who is in their early careers is is start with mentorship find someone you look up to and connect with them and start learning from their experiences mm-hmm. the second thing that i would uh, tell myself at that point of time is is the same thing that we spoke about is being open to your ideas mm-hmm. uh, speak out just just don't stand there and and look at uh, everyone else while they're speaking yeah. i think everyone have a point it can be wrong or right for someone else but you have a point so it's important that you put your point on the table let everyone hear as you hear for them and you know bring up the new ideas and innovation to your workspace that motivates you yeah so that's that's the second thing that i would uh, talk to myself and and the third one that i would try you know get back and talk to myself as is do some extra work out of your job so mm-hmm. just doing the job if you have responsibility of being a project manager just don't do the job for the sake of doing it mm-hmm. do bring something extra on the table yeah. uh, learn something extra apart from your job if you you know learn if you're passionate about singing just start sing, learning singing along with that so there has to be something extra from from what you're doing right now because the kind of environment we are uh, everything like your product or your company can just go away very next moment so you should have something else to earn your bread and butter so having a second job or a side hustle is very very important so i did not do at that point of time so mm-hmm. this is something that i think i will go back and tell myself hey have a side hustle this is something that you need 
Yeah, that's a great idea because uh, side hustle, like if I look at it, it's like something that you are, uh, you know, you're doing something which is which you are passionate about. And normally most people are in the kind of job that they, they don't really love. So when you are doing something else, which is your talent, which is your hobby, which you are passionate about and you're doing it, that's a source of enjoyment for yourself, right? Right? You can just Correct. get some uh, some really great juice uh, from that into your life and you can use that those emotions uh, productively in your job. Yeah. Right. Uh, Sakshi, based on your, on your experience this far, what's, what's your message to all the corporate folks out there who are listening right now to us? There's something that I would suggest someone who is listening to this podcast right now is never say yes to everything that you mm-hmm. get. Uh, start saying no. Yeah. Start saying no to something that you don't agree. It's very important that you start saying no because I, I, when I started my career, I felt that I was saying yes to every work I was getting, irrespective of what I felt was right for me or mm-hmm. or that's part of my duty or not. I start saying yes to everything and I started getting you know overloaded with work, yeah. being exhausted, being burned out. Yeah. So if you're if you're in a position where you feel burnout or you feel like exhausted after your uh, day of work, I think it's very important that you look back and see where are you lacking. If you're lacking a skill, start learning a skill. If mm. you feel like there is some work that is thrown to you, and especially this comes up with the startup environment. I have worked in one startup company. I know how it feels like to be in that place. Mm. So just just start being a really as a boundary where you set around yourself that hey i'm going to do this but this is something that's not part of my responsibility if i have time i would do that but it's not mandated that i should do that so it's very important to set that boundaries around yourself to not to say yes to everything that you get absolutely i totally agree with that this is the most common mistake that corporate folks do like you know they, they make it's about um saying yes to everything that that even uh, is beyond their control and choice Yes. Right. Sakshi, it was wonderful having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for your time. So we had such a fabulous conversation with Sakshi. She's amazing, isn't she? Your career is always in your hands. You can create it the way you want. There are thousands of people who start feeling like a victim in their jobs and just give up when it comes to growing and expanding themselves. My advice to you is never stop learning. And with that, mindset is huge okay never undervalue the importance of mindset if you are struggling in your career despite all the hard work and great intentions the reason is your mindset and nothing else now promise me wherever you are in your career you will always think feel believe and act like a rock star and will never play mediocre that's it for this week connect with me on linkedin and let me know how you like this conversation don't forget to get in touch with me if you need help with your career i'll see you next week love you guys and girls stay happy and safe thank you for tuning in i invite you to subscribe to this podcast and go to my website authorhina.com for career training tools and resources and don't forget to check out my latest book secrets of the six figure employee with zero stress It's available on Amazon.